You're listening to episode 17 of Alexa in Canada, the voice experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. All right, so welcome everybody to episode 17. Uh, It's been a little while since I did a solo show, so to speak. Uh, I've had a lot of guests on, a lot of great guests on, uh, and it's been a real pleasure hosting them and getting to know them. Uh, But today I am going to get back to doing a solo show, and I wanted to do a show specifically about smart lighting for your home and how you can incorporate that with Alexa. Just before we get to that, I have a few quick announcements. Uh, The first is, uh, as you are well aware, the Voice in Canada flash briefing launched just a couple of weeks ago. The support was absolutely tremendous. I got some wonderful reviews and I'm really appreciative of those. Uh, But I also promised that I would be giving away an Echo Dot to one of the early listeners. So if you have been listening to the flash briefing, then you know that the winner of the Echo Dot uh, was Patrick Below, and a big thank you to Patrick for his support, and I hope that you will enjoy that. And to everybody else, thank you very much. As I've said before, I wish I could give everybody one, but that's just not feasible, obviously. But I will be doing uh, more contests in the future, so please stay tuned for that. Uh, Now, as you will recall, uh, we had a podcast episode a few weeks ago with Jesus Gallardo, uh, and that was uh, episode 12. So if you want to go back and listen to that one, you would go to alexincanada.ca slash 12. And we talked about smart home automation. As you will recall, he uh, is uh, an automation engineer, and we talked about how one could get started in smart home automation, and particularly in using Alexa. And one of the first things that he mentioned was getting started in smart lighting. At the time, I had not yet ventured into doing that, but I did decide that I wanted to try it out. And me being the researcher that I like to be, if you're anything like me, you know, you go out and you research everything that you're going to buy. Sometimes it's a little excessive, but anyway, we won't go, we won't go down there right now. Um, the point is, I do my research. And uh, so I started looking into this a lot after our, after our conversation. And I started to look at the different types of smart lighting you could get, the different brands, and so on. And I wanted to tell you today about what I decided on going with and why I did and what are the pros and cons of the different types of smart lighting that you could choose to get. So the first thing I want to tell you is that smart lighting for your home really breaks down into three different categories, okay? The first one is actually a smart light bulb. So this one is very simple to set up. You basically just unscrew the light bulb from whatever fixture you want to set up for smart lighting and you replace it with a smart light bulb, okay? So we'll come back to that and we'll talk a little bit more about the pros and cons uh, in a moment, but I just want to tell you about the other two types first. The second type is using a smart outlet. So basically, it's kind of like a a, a power bar. You know if you put a, an, um, a plug into a, a socket in the wall and it's got, you know, six outlets that you can plug things into. Well, this is the same kind of idea, only it's one outlet. So you plug a single outlet into your single socket in the wall and then you can plug uh, a standard plug into that new outlet. Uh, I hope I'm making sense with that and that, that's clear. But basically the idea is that that plug that you put in, that which is acting like a power bar, 
that itself can be controlled. It's a smart uh, device. And so once you hook that up to your Wi-Fi uh, network, then you're able to control the outlet. So that can control the power going to whatever you plug into, okay? And then the third way that you could set up your smart lighting is actually by replacing the actual switch in the wall. So the switch that you use to turn on and off your hardwired lights in your home, maybe you've got some lights hardwired into your ceiling uh, or in a bathroom or that sort of thing. The hardwired lights uh, are the ones that you could technically make smart by using a switch. Now there are some exceptions to that rule and I'll get to that in a little bit here. But those are your basically, those are those basically are your three options. You've got light bulbs, you've got a smart outlet, and you've got a smart light switch that you can have installed in the wall. So in the process of my research, I tried to figure out, well, what's gonna be the best for me and for my family and for our setup? And I'll tell you a little bit about what I found out for each one of these. So let's talk about the light bulbs first. So the light bulbs are the only way that you could set up smart lighting in such a way that you can control the color. And that makes sense if you just think about it, right? If you change a switch, you're not changing the color of the light bulb. If you change an outlet, you're not changing the color of the light bulb. But if you change the light bulb, you can now do some very, very cool things with, with colors of lighting. So if that's something that's very important to you, this is the only option that you can do that you can that you have to you. You have to change the light bulbs. And it's very simple to do that. That's another real good benefit of this type of smart lighting is that all you have to do is unscrew the light bulb and screw in the new light bulb. Now, some light bulbs and some smart uh, lighting systems require a separate hub. So you cannot directly control the, the light bulb with Alexa without having a hub. So Alexa communicates with the hub and the hub communicates with the light bulb and that's how you would do it. Uh, the Philips Hue system is by and large the most uh, well-known smart lighting system and it works exceptionally well in all the reviews that I've read. I do not have the Philips Hue light bulb and I did not choose to go with that and I'll tell you why in a bit. But it, all the reviews say that it's a fantastic system. So if you want to, uh, to get into smart lighting that has colored lights that you can control, then that would basically be my recommendation. Once you got the smart lighting with the colors, it's pretty neat what you can do. If you wanna get a little bit more advanced, and we talked about this on episode 12, um, you can actually use the lighting to change the, the mood in your home on timers or when you give certain commands. You can actually change the lighting on your home to tell you things like what's the weather like. You can change the color of the light uh, if you came home and there was some kind of alarm that was set off. You can have the lights being red. So not only does the, do the lights provide ambient light for you, but they can also tell you things. Here's the downside to this. And this is probably the biggest reason why I chose not to actually install light bulbs uh, with, with, a, with an exception or two, and I'll get to that in a moment. Um, but here's the problem. That light bulb is only going to be able to respond to your voice commands if there is power to it. Meaning, the actual switch on the wall that controls that light fixture has to be on at all times. And then the way you control the light is through uh, Lexi or through, I'm trying not to use the A word, through Lexi or through your app. Now, that's great if that's how you like to do it. But for my family, I just had a feeling that at times somebody may want to control the light fixture or the, or the hardwired lights with the wall switch. And if the, and if the uh, wall switch was then turned on and off, you can control the lights 
But then if the switch is off, then if somebody wants to control it by voice, you can no longer do that. So there's a little bit of a coordination that has to happen there that the light, in order to be able to always control the lights with your voice or at least have the option at all times to be able to control the light with your voice, the light switch has to be on. It has to be getting power and it has to be getting power because in order for that light to communicate with your network, there has to be power going through it. If there's no power through it, it can't communicate with your network. So that limitation was something that sort of bothered me personally. Having said that, there are lots of people that have the Philips Hue system and they absolutely love it. So um, that's something to consider. The other reason that you may not want to replace the light bulbs is if you have a million light bulbs to replace because each light bulb does get a little pricey. And so if you've got, say, a bank of pot lights in a room and you want to control all of those lights at once, you could replace all those light bulbs and make them a group with Lexi and control them all as a group. But then you're replacing each light bulb individually and that can add up. Whereas if you replace the wall switch, that controls that whole bank of lights, that's a much more inexpensive way of doing that. The other reason why you may want to change the light bulb and not change the the wall switch is if your wall switch doesn't have the right wiring. And we'll get to that in a little bit, but I just wanted to mention that now that that is one of the reasons why you might want to consider the light bulbs. Now the outlets, let's talk about the outlets. Well, the outlets are really simple. They're, They're probably just as simple, if not more simple than the light bulb. You plug it into your socket in the wall and you plug your lamp in. But there's the key, right? You have to have something to plug into the socket. So if it's for like a table lamp, a desk lamp, a floor lamp, something that has a plug that you have plugged into the wall, then that could be an ideal situation for a smart outlet. But again, um, if, if you want to then control the lamp itself with the switch on the lamp, If that outlet isn't currently on through your programming with Lexi, you won't be able to control it there. So again, there is a little bit of a limitation there. I don't see it as big of a deal because if you really wanted access to the lamp and it wasn't on, you can, you can, you know, you can alter the the socket or change the switch setting. Um, I don't see that as big of a deal, but nevertheless, it still is uh, an issue. And there may be some coordination that if the socket is turned off, and you go to the lamp and you want to just turn it on, there may be an issue there and you might have to use your voice controlled app and you may not want to at that time. So um, again, it depends on your use case and how you plan to use the smart lighting. Now, the third method is replacing the switches. And this is my favorite one, but I'll tell you this, it's also the most complicated. Now, when I say complicated, it's not really complicated, um, but it does take a little bit of work. First of all, the really nice thing that I thought about changing the switch is that once you change the switch, you now have control of your lights through an app, through Lexi, but also still through the switch. So nothing changes. You can still control the light through the switch on and off. You can control it through Lexi. You can control it through the through the, um, through the the app. And the reason for that is because even when the light switch is off and the light is off there is still power going to the switch itself so it's still able to communicate with Lexi and of course it's a switch so it can still operate when you hit the switch now here is the catch in order for that to be able to work you need what's called a neutral wire and 
I'm not an electrician, so there's my disclaimer. Uh, if you're not sure about wiring, then ask somebody who does or hire an electrician. But it's very simple to check if you uh, have a neutral wire. If you undo the faceplate of your switches, uh, make sure you've turned off your power, obviously. <laughs> disclaimer there. Make sure you've taken all your safety precautions. Turn off the power at your at your um, circuit breaker to the light. Um, but if you unscrew the faceplate and you look inside and you just take you unscrew this switch itself and look behind, so in a switch there's going to be uh, typically a black and a red wire and there's going to be a white wire which is a neutral wire. You may see it in the back of the uh, the uh, box, the electrical box. As long as there's a neutral wire there, the switch can be hooked up to it. There may be a fourth wire if you have a switch that is a three-way switch, and basically what that is, it's when you have two different switches that controls the same light. So it's very typical to see that at the top and the bottom of a staircase so that you can control the lights in the staircase um, from either end or on the opposite ends of a long hallway. Often there's a switch on one end and a switch on the other end. And so that will have a fourth wire. So, and just now that I'm mentioning that, when you do, if you choose to get a smart switch, if you want it to be for a light switch that is controlled by two different locations, you have to make sure that it's a three-way switch. Regardless, if you want to have a smart switch, it's going to have to have a neutral wire. So what I did was I went around my home and I checked to see which of my switches had a neutral wire. And most of them did, but to be honest, to my surprise, a couple of my switches in my home didn't actually have a neutral wire. And if that's the case, then you cannot use a smart switch in those cases. You just cannot because that's what's providing the power to the switch so that it is always able to communicate with your Wi-Fi network and to Lexi. So for the switches that did have a neutral wire, I replaced them all out with the TP-Link smart switch, Wi-Fi smart switch. You will see, I'll have links to that in the show notes for, for this episode, but you will also see those switches on my devices page at alexaincanada.ca slash devices. So I got about six of those. I actually bought them when they were on sale and I replaced six of them. Um, there was one other room that I wanted to put smart lighting in, but there was no neutral wire. So that really limited what I could do. Um, these are hardwired lights, meaning they're in the ceiling. It's not a lamp. So I couldn't use a, a smart outlet. So I had to use smart light bulbs. And in this case, there were two light bulbs in that fixture. So I bought the TP-Link uh, light bulbs. And again, I'll have a link to the ones that I used in the show notes. Um, and I set them up that way. So the only disadvantage to that room now is that when the light switch is turned off, and remember, there's, when that light switch is off, there's no power going to those light bulbs. I can't control the lights in that room through my voice, through Lexi. Uh, when the light switch is on, I can then control, I then can control those lights with my voice, turning them off and turning them on because the light switch is still on at all times. And that is providing some power to the, uh, to the light bulbs. But then the light bulbs can decide through my voice uh, commands whether or not to be on or off. So that's what I chose to do. And so far, I've been really, really happy with it. I have to say that the two products that I'm using, the TP-Link uh, Smart Switch and the TP-Link Light Bulb, again, I'll have links to both of those. I have been really, really happy with them. They're relatively inexpensive products for what you get. They do not require a hub. They just hook up with your Wi-Fi system. The app that you use for this is 
very, very simple to use. And in fact, it even guides you through how to do the wiring when you uh, purchase these products if you want to do so. It's called the Kaza app, K-A-S-A. It's really well designed. It's really easy to use. You can then schedule uh, your lights if you want just through the app. Or of course, you can set up routines and uh, and uh, commands through Lexi, which I have done. And it's really cool. And when I first started using this, I actually was not sure if I if I would use it or if it was just a little bit gimmicky or so. But I have to say, uh, there are certain cases where I really, really enjoy it. I now have, uh, as you may know, I've mentioned it before on this podcast, I believe. I, I have two levels in my home, the upstairs and the downstairs. And it's nice to be able to, at the end of the day, when I'm going up to bed, just say, Lexi, lights off. And I have it set up that all of the lights work together as one group. And they all just shut down um, the downstairs lights. And I don't have to worry about running around to check if any of the lights are on. So it's really great. It's also really great when I'm coming in and my hands are full or I'm you know, I'm hauling hockey equipment behind me for my kids and I've got a bag on my shoulder and we can just say Lexi, uh, entrance hall light on or family room light on, um, you know, storage room light on and it just, boom, done. And it's really, really cool. So um, I did not set these all up in my entire house yet because I wanted to try these out and I have tried them out. They're great, and I plan to get some more uh, for upstairs. The other thing I want to mention is that if you do uh, have three-way switches, again, meaning that you've got a switch on either end of a staircase or the ho- or a hall, um, TP-Link, the company that makes these uh, switches that I just mentioned, they're actually coming out with a three-way switch. And so I just keep watching for that. And when they do come out, I'm going to buy uh, a few sets of those so that I can change my um, my three-way switches. One thing that you can't do with these particular ones is um, have a dimming uh, setting for these particular switches. So that is one decision you'll have to make. What's more important to you to have uh, a, the ability to dim the lights, which you can do. There are some switches that allow for dimming and I've got them again on my devices page, alexincanada.ca slash devices, um, or whether or not you want to uh, go with the TP-Link ones, which do not require a hub. Some of the ones that require dimming require hub. So, you know, there's lots of choices there. I can just tell you that from my personal experience, I'm very happy with the products that I've got. Uh, I do not hesitate to recommend them at all. Um, and hopefully the discussion here has helped you to determine which type you would benefit from the most, whether it is the light bulbs, whether it is the outlets, or whether it is the switches. So there you go. I hope you find that really helpful and I would love to get your feedback on what you have decided to get. If you are using some other type of smart lighting and there's something that you think that I need to know or share with our community, then please let me know that because I'm happy to pass on the information. As I said, and as it says in the introduction to this podcast, I'm learning as I'm going along here. I think I've found a winner in these uh, in these products, but you know, there's lots out there and if you've got something that you think is really valuable, then by all means, let me know and I will share it with our community. For those of you that uh, do not know, um, I am an affiliate for Amazon. And in full disclosure, if you choose to purchase anything through my website, it's basically a click on any of the products. It'll take you to the Amazon site. uh, And I earn a small commission. There's absolutely no additional cost to you at all. So if you choose to use my website, then I thank you very much for that. Please feel free to leave a review on iTunes as well. It's extremely appreciated. Uh, the reviews for the flash briefing were fantastic and actually helped us to get into the 
to become one of the top flash briefings in all of Canada. Uh, so um, the reviews are, are wonderful and I really do appreciate it. If you haven't had a chance to leave a review for the podcast and you feel so inclined, thank you very much. Have a great week, everybody. Uh, check out the show notes for this week's episode where you can see all the products I talked about at alexaincanada.ca slash 17. And I will speak to you soon. She's got, She's skills. got skills.